0: hi guys and welcome back to these 20 somethings this is the intro before the intro before the show because i wanted to mention that in the content there was a part that i could not use because we were glitching the phone connection was very poor so everything that we were both saying was like ah!" (laughs) so i couldn't use that portion it was about maybe 11 minutes unfortunately but there's going to be a huge ju- uh jump brother in the content but during that portion we kind of make a small transition within the conversation and it's where I asked Jawan like what his lifestyle looks like as being a freelancer so I hope that you guys still enjoy the content equally as much and um yeah I'm looking forward to you guys hearing the conversation bye guys Hi, guys, welcome back to these 20 somethings episode 8. Last week, we talked about singleness with Alex Brown. We talked about if we were datable ourselves and just looking at our personal traits and characteristics that we give off to see if those are datable traits for what we consider datable. We also talked about what we look for in a partner. And things that singleness allows, positive things rather than negative, so that we can focus on more so how we can move forward and being more dateable and how we can attract what we like. You know what I mean? So this week, we are going to be talking about living an unconditional, unconventional life, if I can speak, compared to how society says we should live our lives with guest Joan Markle. Am I pronouncing your last name right? Markel. Markel, okay. Yeah,
1: my and my. Uh, you can. I was about to say you can like first and middle or like first and middle last. My last name is actually Cole.
0: <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know yeah. that. Okay, well, wow. Yeah. Well, Jawan Cole. You can just, Juwan is fine. Okay, I thought that was your last name because of your Instagram, I guess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's a cute name. I thought that was. I like how it sounds no, think... together. But um, yeah, yeah Juwan so is fine. great. If you can introduce yourself to the audience, I would love for you to do that
1: sure um hi audience <laughs> uh, my name is jawan markel um i am a 25 year old freelancer currently living in los angeles california um, originally from baltimore maryland so east coast but um yeah that's awesome. me
0: <laughs> awesome so first of all could we just like before we even get into the topic, could we just get into this L.A. living? Because my family's out there. I really yeah. want to move out there. And I told myself I was going to give myself two years okay. until I move out there. Because that coin, honey, needs to come in. Yes. Okay? Because I'm not um, trying listen. to be struggling. So, could we talk about <laughs> that right quick? So, so, so,
1: here's the thing about that. Um, uh, so, when I moved to Los Angeles... I like I had a bit saved up. It was very much a spontaneous like um, you know what I'm just gonna do it. It's like one of those moments I, I had sometimes I have moments where I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable here, I'm comfortable what I'm doing, what I'm doing, but like I like to move. I like to be on the move on the go. Um, and it was never really like for me personally, it was never really like an intention that I had set to move to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always something I was like, oh, that would be nice or in the pipeline because I had only visited California uh, maybe like what, twice in my life before I actually moved here. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and
1: the second time I had been was actually maybe four months before, four months before I moved, actually. Um, so I was just like, you know what, let me go. I, I thought about it briefly about like costs and all stuff, but I just kind of put it out of my mind and like saved up the money I knew I needed to save to move um and i had to move and luckily i had a car so i just basically packed all my stuff that i had in my car um with the exclusion of like furniture and stuff like that i was gonna say
0: Um, how did you fit everything in there
1: no so here's the thing i like even with like clothes i kind of like i try to keep it as simple as possible like I've, i've learned how to sort of style myself based off of like Basics and then um, accessorizing based off of that. So it was very simple for me to, to send over clothes. I just
2: packed it all in like one of those big trunks. Yeah. Um, and then I uh, put like some of the stuff that I liked, like, like
1: uh, mantle, you know, papers, whatever. Um, I just packed them into my car very like tightly and neatly. I vacuum sealed stuff, and I ended up. I was gonna drive, but I didn't have anyone to drive with, so I was like. Okay, in, a, in the time frame that I was moving. Um, so I decided to um, actually fly there and then ship my car. I flew there. one mm-hmm. the way was like 200 bucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I w- moved to Los Angeles. When I moved, I also did not have an apartment. Um, I had came out here maybe like that four months before that to like just kind of be here. It was really just on vacation. Mm-hmm. And um I when I actually when I came out then I realized like oh I want to live here but, um, yeah I I, I packed all my stuff to move out here and I just did it. Um, I'll say that that's a smart decision for some people just trying to get a move on it, Mm -hmm. but might be a tricky decision for people that like to overthink a lot. Me, um, I don't hate it, but it's it's hard. Man, it's a struggle, like, regardless. Like, I, and I, I definitely, like, I, I planned well, I saved well, um, and all that good stuff. But when you sort of get in the thick of it, when you move into a new place, it's hard. It's, it's, you know, you, you gotta kind of, you gotta mix and mingle and meet new people and right. not be so focused on, okay, I'm gonna work, work, work and not enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of that in the first year. Um, I'm going on, I'll be going on two years here.
0: Um, oh wow! Really?
1: After yeah, uh, I moved here. It would have been two years
0: in August of next year, so not mm-hmm. really that that soon, but soon. Well, yeah, it's soon, soon, kind of.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if If you want advice on how on how to make it, you kind of got to just do
0: it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. Keep hearing, and I'm like, all right, y'all are like low key making me nervous, and I'm like. Look, it's okay. It's, it's nice. It's, yeah. Okay, well, what well, what drew you to it? And now, what do you say is the hardest thing about living there?
1: See, that's a multi-layered question. Because for me, what drew me here was a couple things. Mm-hmm. One, I came here on sort of a vacation, like I said, before I moved. And I just kind of realized, oh, I, I'd love to be in a place like this where it feels great outside. Just the... I was attracted to the amenities of Los Los Angeles and um, I guess that's part of the thing that drew me here physically. Um, Realistically, I was pulled here because I had a job and um, that's kind of like what flew me out here. Like, they were like, hey, like, we love what you're doing remotely. Like, would you want to move out here or can you move out here? And it was like, okay, let's. Yeah, pack up my bags. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah, pack up my bags. I did it. I moved out here. And um, <clears throat> that's just kind of what got me. I, honestly, like, I, I went off spirit. Spirit was like, yo, go ahead and keep do what you do. Either this is going to be a lesson for you to learn um, as far as moving or to be a lesson for you to learn. At, as far as what I, was, I realized it was, it was just a lesson. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it.
0: Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, do you, you don't regret it, do you?
1: No, I don't actually. Okay. Um, I definitely got to a point where I did regret moving out here. Um, and I was at that point where I kind of, kind of felt like this was like one of the lowest points I've felt in my twenties. Yeah. Um, definitely. Um, I definitely don't regret it. It was just, it was just around that time, you know, I like, it was my first time being in a position like that and working for a corporate organization. I was like, crap, like, what am I going to do? I regret doing this. Why did I move here? You know, was this a stupid decision? Was this just me, like, acting on free will and not thinking? Like, all of these thoughts went through my mind and I felt like, I definitely felt regret at some point, but then. I just kind of realized at that moment okay what is it what is it that you want to do what do you want out of life mm-hmm. um, what fuels you as a person you know and I heard something this kind of resonates now but actually heard it recently and I think it kind of explains why I decided to go the route I went but um I heard someone I can't remember what it was but they said um, I don't want to be 65 or 75 years old and then look back at my life and regret. I don't want it. I, I don't want that. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't want that. I, and I realized I really don't want that. And I heard that recently, but it kind of, you know, ring the bell. It, it rang a bell for me because it made me, that's how I felt when I moved here or when I decided to move here. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know what, let me be on my grind. I'll figure this thing out on my own. And then from there. I interviewed at different places. Nothing really was a fit. <laughs> interviewed at fashion companies, um, social justice organizations, food companies—all stuff that I really was interested in. And I was just like, "Okay, this is not going anywhere. What am I doing? What you know? It's yeah. such a saturated market, job-wise, too, mm-hmm. out here." Um, so I was like, "Okay, what am I gonna do?" And I decided to freelance. <laughs>
0: amazing well that i was about to say that's a perfect transition because honestly i feel like with living unconventionally literally everything is not for everyone like dude you have to seriously figure out what you want and it's like it sucks because well i don't want to say it sucks but it can be challenging when you graduate and it's like okay because you know how it is when you're in college literally you're focused so much on like the finish line that you don't right. really like you try to think beyond the finish line but it's so much pressure before the finish right. line that it's like you kind of lose yourself in that and then after you graduate it's like this whole new world and it's like right. what did i just walk into yeah. you you're like yeah, partly I'm missing so college you know
1: yeah, I've, I've definitely felt that way. I felt like that immediately. I never, I didn't, I didn't feel like that immediately, like at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, not right after I graduated. Cause right, I was lucky, luckily enough, right after I graduated, I mean, like two weeks after I walked across the stage, um, I got a call to interview at a um, fashion startup in Washington, D.C. Yes. Um, and I had originally, I had planned to do all this stuff I was going to move to New York when I graduated because uh, I love New York and that's just kind of where I thought I would
0: be
1: I was either going to do that or I was going to go to grad school somewhere or just like go out of the country I didn't know what I was doing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: long story short Um, so I ended up like applying to just so I had my bases covered to some jobs in the DC area because I'm originally from um, Baltimore Maryland um, but I you know, D C is not that far from there, so I was like, you know what, let me like try something out and I applied to a couple different um like fashion companies or like uh science startups. Basically again all the things that I was interested in at the mm-hmm. time. Um and I got a call back from a fashion startup in um D C that had a they had an office in D C and they were like, Hey, you know, we wanna interview interview you for um the position of a stylist um which ended up being a
0: sales position I knew it um, yeah it wasn't it, and it wasn't um you know it wasn't like retail mm-hmm. but it
1: was it was a part of retail because they still were like a fashion tech startup
0: yeah
1: um, it's, like, it's a subscription service so I had to like I was working there and it ended up being like a sales job one of the most challenging jobs I've ever had in my life like really yeah because it was and and I'm obviously just getting started out, but, like, it was amongst those, like, okay, well, where am I at? What am I doing? And it was more so challenging because, um, you know, there were a level of expectations for me um, versus, like, what the job required. And I always had to go above and beyond, even when I, you know, felt like I was already doing that. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they always say, like, this this phrase, like, you know, when you're black, you have to work.
0: 10 times, times hard. Yeah, oh you said like, 20 you know, I said 10 you know 10 20 whatever whatever x amount five. <laughs> <I feel laughs> um, you.
1: and that was like the expectation that I kind of held, held for myself but it was also like yeah you know this is what we have it, it was just a lot um right. and, and I mean I I, I I did I did pretty well there it just I realized like this is not for me um I definitely like certain aspects of the in- of the industry, like the creative part. Um, I love planning. I love to plan things. I do love styling. You know, mm-hmm. that was something that, like, really held to my heart. But that aspect of it just was not for me at that time. So I decided to, like, you know, jump. And then that's when I decided to move to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I moved here is when I felt like the, what is it, the post-grad,
0: Blues, post-grad blues, right? Yeah,
1: the post-grad blues. I felt it because I was like, yo, what am I doing? Like, what do I do? How do I do this? Like, how do I even do life right now?
0: Right.
1: Um, and, yeah, so I've definitely felt that before. Sorry I'm long-winded.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. I love... I'm a talkative person, so I absolutely love, like, listening to people talk, long-winded and and all, (laughs) because I'm like, great, good conversations. So, yeah, that's, well, one, like, I know that might be weird coming from me, but I'm proud of you for, like, jumping and taking a leap, a leap, not a leaf, a leap, because it's really, like, easy to get stuck in your own head you know what I mean and I definitely like I'm a lot younger than you well not a lot but I am younger than you I'm 22 and I just graduated in May so like for me um I've always have been I always consider myself like the other because I've always not felt like I've been in the in crowd in any type of capacity. That doesn't mean I'm like weird or anything by uh, societal standards. Yeah. But I've always been a little different in different ways. Like I'm quirky. Yeah. I'm goofy. Like I have these glasses. Like they're huge. Like <laughs> you know the look the The things that I have wanted, I've always known that I've wanted. Like not specifics, like oh, I know, I've always known I wanted a podcast. Like not like that, but I've always known. Like I am not built for corporate life. I'm not built for a nine to five. I'm not built to be like confined. Underneath someone else's structure. Like, I am built for making my own structure for what I want, how I want to live. And I've always known that, regardless of like what specifically I wanted to do. And so, like, in high school, you know, it was the fashion industry for me, it was photography also for me. Like, I was interested in so many different things, and it was always a constant battle in my head. Like, even, even like, st- I don't even want to say still, cause now I'm like kind of at the end of the tunnel where I'm like figuring me out, just because a lot of. Um, oh, you're nowhere. You're nowhere near the end of the tunnel. I'm I know. You. I know. I'm like. I'm. I you're feel like I'm. Near. Not In at like the end of three the tunnel. Years what, did, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah, no, not, like, at the end of the tunnel. I don't want to make it seem like I, like, think I know everything, but I'm definitely, yeah. like, more so figuring out and honing in what I have interest in and how to okay. hone in all my interests. Because, yeah. like I said, I, f- I feel like I've always been a little bit different because I have known for years. Like, it hasn't been a thing where some people don't know. Like, they know what industry they like, but... I've known that I like certain things for a long time, and I've always wanted to work towards that for a long time. Like, I've tried different different things. I just was like, mm, that lasted for that amount of time. Mm, I still want to do that, but I don't. that doesn't feel like exactly what I want to do. So now right. I'm, like, figuring out how can I incorporate all my interests into, like, making them profitable for myself and benefiting other people as well. So... I'm working, um, yeah, I'm definitely working, that, but I'm just trying yeah, to figure definitely it out. we have the uncommon, we have the uncommon, because that's, that's sort of <clears throat>
1: how I, I've, I've always sort of known
2: <clears throat> the things that,
1: um, sort of entice me mm-hmm. as far as, like, a career, or, like, where I, I wanted to see my life, or whatever, um, I've always sort of had this personally, like, sort of affinity for, like, lifestyle and culture, yeah, um, you know, and it, it, that's not just one thing. Um, it's a phrase that I know that a lot of people love to use, but the whole jack of all trades and master of none, I don't believe, like, our lives as human beings are meant to specifically focus on one thing. One Literally. Thing. Our brains are not really wired that way, at least for certain <clears throat> people. Um, you know, not everyone. not everyone is that way, but... You know, we are allowed to have different interests.
0: You know, exactly. In,
1: in as far as our lives. So, for me, I've always wanted to sort of occupy the lifestyle and the culture space as as it pertains to like my life and my career, what I stand for, things like that. Like, always been into uh, fashion and art and film and um, cooking and cuisine.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, those
1: have always been the sort of loves of my life. <laughs> um and i can't forget music and design and
0: just so everything just so literally much stuff everything that, yeah
1: yeah and there's so much stuff that i really really you know I, I, what i realized and it's back to the point you know about like not looking back on your life or your 20s or your 30s or whatever and saying like hey i didn't appreciate that time in my life um there are things that you cannot control that are not in your in your control and you have to understand that mm-hmm. um and you do have to understand, like the power of like living in the now and all that, all that other stuff. But um, actually, there's no but. But <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> you have to, you have to live that way. You also
1: have to uh, do things that fulfill you every day. So literally, you know, personally, that's what I've sort of chosen chosen to do in that in this time.
0: So, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, I definitely I'm glad. It's so crazy, like. I'm glad that you're on and that we're talking about this. It's just crazy that your 20s seem so long. And I know, like, when people get to the end of it, they're like, it was so short. But I'm like, oh, my God, I'm 22. And I I want I have so much life ahead of me that it's like a blessing when I think about it. But at the same time, I'm just like, oh, my God, I feel like I need to, like, be perfect and plan things out. Because that's how society makes it seem. And that just annoys me because I'm like, look. It's putting so much pressure on us right now to be doing what people in the past have done. And it's like, okay, I still need time. Like, there needs to be some type of gap in between graduating and real life. Because, like, sometimes it's just not... You just feel tossed. And it's like, okay, I haven't even been able to, like, recoup. In the summer after graduation, up until working, I feel like it's not enough. That is not enough time. Like, I need a second. But, um... I don't know. I yeah, feel like it's, it's... Sorry, what was that? I didn't mean no, to cut no. you off. You go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, I feel like it just does take time, and it takes different amounts of time for different people, and I'm just thankful that I was able to slap myself into shape mentally and be like, all right, look, because I see how people like, kind of get stuck in the... the um what is it, post-college blues or whatever we said, they get kind of stuck there. And I definitely was there for a minute. Like, I can't even lie. I was definitely there at my graduation. Truth be told, I didn't feel the fulfillment I thought I would feel. And as terrible as that sounds. Yeah, and that kind of speaks to, like, what
1: I kind of consider one of the biggest, like, human errors um, is for us to allow ourselves to think or the, the, the view that, you know, if you aren't doing what is sort of expected of you, you know, that you're not doing a good job. And what I mean by that is, you know, once you, you, you know, you graduate or even actually speaking for those that, you know, haven't gone to college or whatever the case may be, we all kind of go through the same thing around the same time frame.
0: True. Because
1: um, usually typically you graduate from college around like maybe, what, 21, 22 years old,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, sometimes 20 depending on, you know, when you went to school whatever, you know. Um, people around that time frame have a hard time trying to figure out, okay, so you're 18, you are waiting to be 21. 21, you're like, okay, uh, I'm an adult now. I can do this, I can do that. But then where do you go from there?
0: Right.
1: Um, society sort of expects you to follow sort of a stream. You know, if you don't go to college at you get a great job you work for whatever you do this you do that maybe you just have kids um you know if you are 21 and you just graduate college you you're gonna find a great job doing this thing this thing that thing um start a business and sort of that's your sort of life's trajectory you know it's not it doesn't necessarily always include the um start a business and continuously like work on that and do that and um you know that's what you you do every day on the day on the hour but you also are supposed to bring in a certain amount of money a year or um you know you're supposed to live a certain place or whatever or if you do work for that corporate job you're expected to stay at that corporate job for years on end and you know it's just that's like one of the biggest errors again like just people feeling like you have to be a certain thing at a certain time, so.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. So, let's get into the question of the week. Um, and again, I'm sorry. I am, like, I have pre-recorded a lot of these episodes, you guys. So, I am coughing still. And it seems okay. like the cold is super long if you're listening week after week. But it's just that they're pre-recorded. So, it's been, like, a matter of just a couple days. But, um... So for the question of the week, the question for this week is, wait a minute, okay, so when you think about life and you think about what you want out of life, what comes to mind? I know we kind of touched on it a little bit generally, but more in depth, what comes to mind for you when you just think about, okay, look, this is where I am, but this is really what I want and. How am I going to achieve these things? Not even, like, really, like, what steps you're going to take, just how am I going to get to where I want to be? I know that's so, a kind of a loaded question. Sorry.
1: No, no, no. So, so to simplify, the question is <clears throat> how, how am I going to get to where I want to
0: be? So, okay. I did work that a little bit weirdly. No, it's okay. when you just think about, okay, for me, I'll just give you an example. For me, like we both said, we have interest in this, 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 and this. So it's like, okay, when you think about your life, have you ever thought of it as this is the life I want to live? And almost kind of like manifestation in a way. Like can you view your life that you want to live in your head and think about, okay, okay, this is what I want. These are the things that I kind of want to put my hands in to get to this place. And right, not, that okay. it's a, not that it's a final destination, but, like, what kind of things do you want to be doing in your everyday life to live the life that you want to live? Does that make more sense for you? So, so okay. what am I doing now to um, attribute to the life that I want to live in the future? Yes, yeah, so kind of in a way. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think now
1: um, this sort of aspect of freelancing and working for myself and doing all the things that um, I love and I love to do. Um, Just to kind of break it out, all the things that I do. (laughs) um, uh, Being a freelancer essentially means like being able to either have a list of clientele that you do a specific task or duty for, or you're, you know, sort of bouncing around doing different things. And I'm on the second end of that. (laughs) Um, I cook once, so I have a couple, I do like private chef stuff, so I do have a couple clients with that, whereas I do like meal preps or. Um, I might actually teach you how to cook if you want to or um, I'll come to your house to make a dinner or go for for an event, fly for an event whatever, mm-hmm. um, so I did that that's cooking and food has been a number one passion in my life since I was about five years old, mm-hmm. so no matter what anyone tells you <laughs> uh, that's, that's me, that is what I, that is my that's like my love that's my love mm-hmm. um, I do that, I also do marketing strategy for small businesses. Um, I've always had an affinity for startups and I've always loved like the startup culture. I love helping businesses build and um, I love to develop brands in, in, in ways that uh, people like to consume them. So mm-hmm. whether that's helping with image stuff or, you know, it might be uh, me running social media or figuring out sort of a marketing strategy. For the business to kind of get off the ground, I I just love that part of startup culture. Um, And I also love to be, I'm one of those people that likes to see or feel or hear things first. So I like to be in the know of organizations or companies or people that might make a difference in the future. So um, I do marketing strategy for, for small businesses. I cook. Um, I also do interior, sort of interior design, interior critic work too. Mm-hmm. Um, I freelance, this is actually through a company, um, similar to an Airbnb style, form, style format, um, sort of, you know, bed and breakfast, that, that vacation home sort of thing. Okay, I essentially okay. go and yeah, essentially go into, um, uh, luxury homes and like the right brain part of me, um, the marketing mm-hmm. strategy and that, that that aspect of me it encourages me to think every day and think on my feet, be innovative. Um, I also love tech and design, so that's something I'm really into as well. It just kind of it all works out. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I can do styling gigs, I might do one here and there, as quiet as kept. Um, so I'm sort of all over the place. And I think for what I what I would like for my life, um, I sort of man I like to manifest things actively. Yeah, um, and it's not always a conscious thought. It's not always something I'm like. Okay, this is for my future. Sometimes it's like, I know how to do this. I'm really good at this, and I'm doing this because I can make the money from it right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, I think I have to think logically, like you know, like that sometimes. But on the other other end of things, I like to manifest things in a physical way. So if I'm, you know, you know, if this is what I'm doing. This is what I want for my life. If I, if the, if the end goal is to have a business or like some type of agency where I'm able to um, help small businesses come out or if the goal is for me to have a tech website <laughs> or if the goal is for me to have a recipe book, you know, um, all of which are all those things are actually stuff that I'm working on right now too. So I'm trying to just do things actively. I write them down um, just to make sure I'm at the place that I think I want to be by the time I'm 30, because my goals might change by then, you know, right. I might have my business off the ground and I end up being a father, you know, it, mm-hmm. it never it, the circle of life like never ends. Things constantly change all the time in a positive manner. Um, and sometimes they don't always change for, you know, what you will want them to change to. But right. um, yeah, I, I think I like to say I, I try to physically manifest things.
0: That's a different approach um, than what I've heard of. I think a lot of times when I speak to people who are, are, like, around my age range, I think a lot of people around my age range are a little bit unsure right now, um, at least based off my experience, and they don't know how to even walk themselves out of that state of unsure, unsureness. I don't know if that's the word. I made it up. But, you know, I feel like for me... When I um, think about the life that I want, I I don't know if this is like physically uh, manifesting because I've never actually heard anyone use those two words in conjunction. But for me, I know that I dream, I I don't even want to say dream. I physically think about in picture, like I visually see it in my head as I'm like doing things throughout my day, if that makes sense. Um, right. the life that I want to live. And it doesn't have to be like super long-term. It can be in a month, how do I want my life to be looking? Or in two months, how do I want my life to be looking? And kind of, I just take that approach for myself and I just see greater than the physical now. Like I know the things that I'm doing now to help me walk towards that. But at the same time, I do visualize things a lot for myself yeah. and that actually yeah. helps me like not even on no like trying to even get all deep but it actually really helps me because for me it's like everything that I said I was going to do in college after graduation it happened and it's not because I absolutely knew what was going to happen I was very unsure I had times of like high doubt and it almost didn't even happen how I thought it would Um, or how I I said it would, it almost didn't happen to be like this. But again, everything I said will happen and that I want it, it, it's here. And so I feel like you really just gotta stick to what you say that you want. Like, if you want this, you need to just make sure that you're still believing it, even when times don't look like it's about to happen. You know what I mean? And as hard as that could be, like, that's low-key what life is about, just having that faith in yourself. Because if you don't, things can go downhill, and even if they already are downhill, like, when they're downhill, I feel like that's when you have to, like, visualize and manifest and, like, get on your stuff the most, so... Right, sometimes
1: you just gotta pick yourself up off the
0: ground. Literally, exactly. So. So, yeah, so that is, um, yeah, so when I think about my life, I, I'm a writer, like, I didn't even share my interests that I like, I did a little bit, but... I like to write. I love writing, just for myself, really. Like, I'll sometimes write in a poetic form, or I'll just write, like, a passage in, or maybe, like, journaling format, or whatever. I just like to write however I feel in that moment. I like to read a lot. I really do love music as well, and I love, um... When I say I love film, I more so love the di- the creative direction behind film yeah. and just visuals yeah. in general. I just love visual stimulation and how, okay, this person really thought of how this scene could translate to the audience. I think that's amazing. Um, I get like really caught up in that. And even like music videos, I love watching music videos just for the simple fact that I'm like someone sat down and like thought about this and thought about how the other person would take this on the other side and how it would translate to the viewer you know so for me those are things that I really love I have always like fashion as well I like um, I'm trying to think of everything that I like I love art and painting as well even though I'm not good at it <laughs> I love photography no, like fine. I look so much you are ah as good as you. Exact. Oh well. Thank you. I need to practice. No, well, that's <laughs> another thing we gotta we gotta <laughs> learn and realize,
1: like, as people that are in our twenties, like millennials, like, whatever, man. You you. I think we constantly are in a, a
0: <clears throat> sort of state of comparison. Yes, um, I was just thinking that your your whatever
1: whatever your contribution is to art to music whatever is not great because it's not at a certain standpoint, you don't know a certain thing. Mm-hmm. The, the best artists and the best, you know, inventors of the world really just did their own thing, yeah. you know? Um,
2: so, yeah, so, you know, um, figuring out, you know, who my contacts are, figuring out exactly what it is I wanted to do, um, utilizing my contacts, um, those are kind of the starting, the starting start points for freelancing. Um, and, you know, you know, Setting boundaries for yourself, too, is really, really important, too, because you have to know when you need to sleep. You need to, like, establish a schedule, and that kind of brings me on to the next thing of, like, a day-to-day. So this is very tricky for me because I think every day is a little different, um, but especially because I, like, have different things on a freelance um, perspective that I do. So, um, for example, this is, like, usually what my schedule is during the week. Um, I might carve out two or three days for um, the interior, like the design stuff. I might carve out like two or three days for that, and then um, two two other days during the week, like every other day, I'll schedule stuff for marketing strategy. So if it's meetings or whatever, I'll do I'll do that on those two days. I say that's Tuesday and Thursday. Um, if I know, and usually what I usually do uh, for cooking, usually gigs are on weekends anyway, so say it's, like, a catering gig or, like, a quick dinner or whatever the case may be, I usually set that for, um, like, Saturday or Sunday evening. That's usually, like, when I'm available anyway. Um, That's sort of how I do my week. Um, If it's a day where I know it's going to be, like, mixed effort, like, I know that I have an appointment here, I have um, to meet with someone at this time, or I know I have to... Um, Call help and call a new client or whatever the case may be. I know it's going to be a stacked day. I try to organize my time and increments. Write down, and that's so cliche, but seriously, write down your intentions for the day Mm -hmm. um, and in your intentions, put your goals so you know exactly what you need to accomplish by the end of the day and what you intended to accomplish if you can continue to do that um, the following day or if it's something you could push to next week just for time and priority. So prioritize your time, um and that's how i do my schedule. Um, as far as like the money situation goes, that's purely based on um client needs, um, the type of service that I'm willing to provide. Um, so if it's like cooking it will be a vastly different rate than it would be for marketing strategy. Um, so really just figuring out what the client wants and then um a lot of the times because I do freelance with different organizations um, and like different companies, like big or small, sometimes they'll have a set rate or something that they're willing to pay me for the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I give them a counter offer or if it's something I agree on, I just go with that. Um, I had I use bill.com for all my invoices. <laughs> um, I use, I use a bunch of, I do that and then sometimes I'll just do Excel docs. Um, and I usually try to send all my invoices um, like the same day every month just mm-hmm. so I know when it's sent, um, because that's really important organizing all my another thing that's really important to the whole freelancing process is organizing actually this should be in the steps so like after you figured out exactly what it is you want to do um, and wh- what type of work you want to do whatever write out a base contract for your work for each of those things or for that one specific thing because if you do not have a contract things that in, in writing and I have experienced this in a short period of time that I have been freelancing, that work could be null and void or somebody might try to play you when they want to, when it comes time to pay. So oh, wow. have that contract. Look, if you need to like consult with someone that's a lawyer, um, to give you some counsel on it or someone that has like some law experience to like read over the document and give you some counsel on what you actually put it in your, put, put it, and what you actually put in your document, um, Look on, like, Google is your friend. Like, there are certain states that have different regulations when it comes to freelancing and the types of taxes and the types of things that you're able to write off. So look look into that stuff. Have that stuff in your contract. Have that stuff as paperwork for you for when you go to file taxes at the end of the year because, yes, as a freelancer, you still have to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we Really, I mean, people don't know that and don't realize that, but you, have to, you still have to pay taxes. You still have to be accountable for the stuff that... Um, you get saving your invoices and all that stuff is really important. So that falls in the contract. Um, and that's how my life is. Um, if I have to take a call at eight o'clock, I'll take a call at eight o'clock. But my rule is after eight 10 PM, do not contact me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said I'm off the map. Like, don't, I'm off the I'm map here. <laughs> eight, nine,
2: eight, seven or eight the next morning. I'm off the map. Okay.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, that's pretty awesome. So, um, in terms of how unconventional that scheduling really is, because I feel like you have to be really determined to be a freelancer, because it seems like you're being pulled and tossed in many different directions, how do you mm-hmm. learn to have balance with that?
2: With my personal life and like freelancing?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. Make it a point every day to have some time to myself um, when I don't do that and I'm trying to do that more than I have because it's been such a like I have to be on my feet at all times but um, when I really do make time to do that it really makes a difference in like how I'm feeling mentally spiritually and emotionally because you know when you work for yourself you got it's a lot of stuff to consider um, mm-hmm. so having a work-life balance is very important and you could say that for if you work a nine to five, nine to six, nine to seven, you freelance or whatever. <laughs> um, you have to have a work life balance. You can't take work home all the time. The, the unfortunate thing for me as a freelancer is that I had to take work home cause I work from home sometimes. So sometimes I had to like trip myself not to check my emails every five to 10 minutes. Cause I do that all the time. I'm like, okay, let me go into my settings and delete Gmail until the morning. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, like. Like, let me let me leave my, sometimes I actually have to leave my phone home, you know, just because, like, I know that I'm about to be on the phone calling people, emailing, like, you just got to take a break. Sometimes you just have to take a break. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, um, I realize what I like. like, obviously. So my break, for the most part, is me sitting down, watching a good movie every week, Um, I I carve that space out every week to do that for myself because it's something I really enjoy Mm -hmm. and I also cook pretty much every day um,
0: with the exceptions of when I'm feeling lazy and it's
2: weekend you know Um, you know uh, that's a part of my piece I love cooking I've been doing it since I was five years old that's essentially like my hobby my break my meditation Um, so when I'm cooking I'm like away from everything I might have like music playing while I'm listening to Oprah's Super Soul Conversations. Great podcast, by the way. (laughs) Um, You know, if you're looking for inspiration or motivation. You know, like, I'll I'll just, like, take a break. And that's important. So I do that as much as I can. That's
0: good. That's good that you definitely value work-life balance because I am also a person who values work-life balance. And as someone who is seeking out entrepreneurship, it is... um, I wouldn't even say challenging because the things that I'm doing I love and I'm like super excited to be doing but I do need to put into practice like boundaries for myself so that I don't fall through the cracks like you said because it is true that when you do kind of put yourself on the back burner you start to fall through the cracks and you might snap. You might start reverting back to old habits that you have, like, thought that you broke in. And it's like, oh, wow, I'm so human. I can still always revert back to, like, the most negative part of myself. So, um, and that definitely translates into your work as well. When you're not taking care of yourself, it kind of messes up and trickles into different areas of your life. So... I definitely think that it's good that you carve out that time and I would definitely suggest that everyone listening to carve out that time no matter what you have your hands in, whether it's a nine to five, whether it's full time, whether it's freelance, entrepreneurship, whatever you're doing, definitely have at least some time in the day for yourself, whether that be 30, 40, like two hours, however much time you think you need for you. I definitely agree that that's necessary and vital for your, um your mental stability, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, yeah, and I
2: think it, this is another thing I think I want to, like, definitely, like, highlight. Um, I'm not a parent <laughs> yet, but mm-hmm. um, I definitely have, and live in L.A., and literally everybody freelances. So I run into, and have had like, close friends that are freelancers, um, even if that means taking time away from, um, business by spending time with your son or your daughter or whatever the case may be your grandmother if that's what your time is use that utilize that time you know pull out the the toy you know to play with your kid or whatever the case may be like play with your dog utilize that time you have to utilize that time whatever time that is whatever time you have because it's just really important to maintain human because if you don't like Usually, basically, you're a working robot. Yeah. What's the joy in constantly working and not being able to enjoy that time? So
0: exactly. And you know, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I sometimes—well, I kind of broke myself out of this because I cannot do it. But I have been in a place where I literally am a robot. Like I'm literally feeling like enslaved to whatever my day has ahead of me and I wake up at the same time or I know like what times I'm gonna wake up on certain days I wake up I shower I go to work I come home I sat on the couch watch tv go to sleep wake up shower do the same exact thing and I'm like I feel like I'm losing myself in this whole Um, experience, and I really had to break through that and just figure it out so I can have some type of feng shui and some type of balance within my life because I was starting to be resentful of my job and, like, of where I was, where I am because it's like, okay, I know I don't want to be here, but what am I doing to even elevate myself as just a human on a basic human level other than just doing this every single day, you know, so... It's vital. It's very vital. I
2: agree. I definitely agree. You had to. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that, that's really all I can say about like really just taking time and you know taking a breath just and and making that intentional you know focusing on the now like those things are so important and if you are taking a break like really take a break like I just said focus on the now you cannot don't say you're taking a break and you. You know, I'm just going to go and self-care, blah, blah, blah. Don't say self-care. You sit here thinking every five minutes, oh, did I respond to that email? I could do this. Oh, I could make money doing that. So that you're not taking time to yourself. Mm-hmm. You're in your head. You're thinking you're not doing what you're supposed to do. I'm so guilty. i guilty of that. I do that so much um, to the point where I feel like I've established a second brain in my head. It's <laughs> just like, all right, stop. Like, you're doing a lot. Right. <laughs> like, take some
0: time, like, you're not, you're not doing what you're supposed to do, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely, that's very understandable, sometimes you have to verbally, I can't even talk today, oh my gosh, you have to verbally tell yourself to stop, like, I've been in that place where I'm, like, thinking, 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 getting ramped up about different things, whatever is on my mind, and then I have to say, okay, Christian, I, I recognize that you are feeling like this and I recognize that this is important but at this point in time you have to calm down because that's not the focus right now like that's the focus for a different time so I feel like that's something that maybe you guys can try and see if that works for you if you're trying to be focused in the moment when you are trying to have that self-care time and balance it out so you're not doing too much because it's just too much at times you know what I mean so what do you have any tips I know that we kind of just went through that, but do you have any tips for someone who really wants to make that transition, how they could make their transition easier for them? Or do you just think that they should just go for it after researching? Or, you know, what are your tips for that?
2: Um, one, figure out if, if, if that's actually what you want to do. Do some research first. Um, always do research. Always know. Always be in the know. Um, because I know there are people that set out to be freelancers entrepreneurs and it doesn't necessarily work out for them um and that's okay it's okay everybody does not have to be everyone does not have to be a business owner mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that's alright alright um and that's number one um number two um, really really focus on the things that you love um because if you love something, you're always willing to do the research into it. You're always willing to go the extra mile. Um, and that's the best type of freelancer. You know, that's the best type of business owner. That's the best type of employee, even. Um, if you love it, you're going to do a really good job at it. And you might have some bumps along the way, but you love it, you know, and it's something that you would see yourself doing every day. Um, before I fell into this, and I think this is important for me to say too, before I sort of fell into freelancing, I used to, I had a career, um, it was almost like a, my careers are kind of like mantras. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, essentially something like, you know, let it be that I, um, am working when it comes to work, let it be that I am working somewhere that I love to work. Um, put me in a position where I can something like it's something that I can do every day um, even if it's for free and that that's how that's sort of like another part of my physical mental and I'm saying it I'm saying it actively saying it every day that was a part of my prayer mm-hmm. so whoever you play whomever you pray to if that's you know the Christian God that's a lie you know that's, that's um, you pray to yourself it's ancestors, whoever you pray to, let that be a, let that sort of verbal manifestation be a part of your daily prayer. Um, so that's something that you like, be spiritually like intact, because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it requires a lot to work with different energies, man. I'm telling you, yeah, um, it really, really does. It really, really does. You got to have patience. You got to have a level of care, a level of understanding. You got to have a level of understanding of yourself. Um, so those things are important. Um, you know, I think that's really, for me, that's, that's really it when it comes to, to freelancing. Um,
0: those are sort of the tips that I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. There was one thing I did want to mention, cause it kind of went along with what you were saying. I read this book, well, I'm in the process of reading it currently, and it's literally just opening my mind to, because I'm a very self-aware person, but I could, you know, you can always approve, I can always be a more self-aware person, so I have been reading different books throughout the year, and one of them is my most recent love, is called Millionaire Success Habits. So, I forget the author, but definitely check that out, you guys. Millionaire Success Habits. It literally will open your mind to just yourself. And so, one of the um, activities, I guess you can say, that we had to do in the book was to write down physically, instead of just thinking about it, physically write down what your best year, what the best of year of your life looks like. Sorry, my words are a little bit jumbled there, but you know that's why I kind of asked you earlier like what when you think about your life and what you guys want to be doing what does that look like you kind of have to visualize that you have to think about those things you can't just expect it to come to you you kind of have to create that for yourself and so what I've done recently is I have my journal and I just thought about it like okay if if 2019 was the best year of my life which it can always be the best year of it year of your life depending on if you make it that way or not what would that look like for me and so I began writing and it just feels so good to just be like okay this is my goal this is where I want to be so that way every day just like Jawan said you can have an intention intention for your day you can have a goal for how you want to live out your day in that um in your life in general So that's something that I would suggest someone to do as a tip, Um, no matter what they want to do. If you want to live unconventionally and you want to be the best person that you can be aside of traditional standards, I feel like that's the best way to go about it is just figuring out what does that even look like for me and actually writing it down so you can see it right in front of you. Because sometimes it is easy, like I said, to get stuck in your head and be like, well, I like this, I like that. But no, what does it look like? What does your everyday look like if you were living your best life? Write it down. Read it out loud, like Jerome was saying. It might help you out. So that would be my tip, I guess, my one tip.
2: (laughs) I I agree. I actually have uh, one or two more to add to. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, what are some of the things that sort of help me um get myself centered because I'm really just trying to figure this thing out. Um, but I think what's really important to note is that if you're in a position to accept help, mm-hmm. if someone is willing to help you and if you know they're coming from a place of peace, um, a place of understanding, whether that's like a monetary donation, um, to your business or is somebody saying, Hey, like Um, I have a couple of, like, people that might be interested in being clients or um, it could be, uh, like, a family member saying, hey, like, such and such is hiring. Don't get upset, you know. If you are that type, if you're a person that is very prideful, don't get upset because they're trying to help you. Um, If it's someone that's a family member or friend saying, hey, like, such and such is hiring and you know you don't really want to work for a company, just say, hey, I appreciate that, I'll look into it if you feel that way, or like if you genuinely are not interested, you tired of people saying, hey, you should work for a company, like I don't trust or believe in you this is how you feel, I don't believe in you freelancing that's gonna get you to a certain thing, if someone feels that way you know, you could just say, you know what I really respect and appreciate you for um, sort of like lending a hand in this way, but I think I have it covered oh. right? <laughs> yeah somebody who, I mean, it's okay. You gotta sometimes you gotta get. It's like a little classy read. Like, you know, I'm not interested in your help, but I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone is willing to help in that way, accept, accept the help. Don't be disrespectful. Accept the help and know that they're coming from a place of peace and understanding. If somebody is willing to say, "Hey, um, do you need money?" and you know you need money as a freelancer, go ahead and say yes. <laughs> if it's coming from a person that is you know it's good for it, you know it won't be any exchange attached, or whatever the case may be. If it's an aunt reaching out like, hey, you doing okay, let me slide you 50, and you know you need it, accept it, it's okay to accept help. Mm -hmm. We gotta stop looking looking at help as charity and feeling like a charity case. I went through that for the longest time because I have literally worked since I was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've had a job since I was 14 years old um, and by choice too. Um, you know, I, 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 it's just something I, that was like in, in me to do, to work, to hustle. Um, and I got accustomed to not asking people for things and mm-hmm. feeling bad when I had to ask people for things. No, it's okay to need help. It's okay to ask for help, you know? Um, so those are important. Those are like my that's it that's
0: all I got no yeah thank you for that because I struggle with that really really badly um like you know I do live alone and I fund my life um i wouldn't say by myself though i you know i pay my own bills and everything but i don't i would not want to say like i fund my life by myself because there are times that things have come up just you know life has happened and my parents will jump yeah. in there like my parents jump in there so quick and they're like oh no we got it we got it like and i'm like oh like i'll pay you back on this day or like i can pay you back an hour or, or i can pay for it it's fine even that like sometimes they're like no it's fine like we can pay for it or we got it covered you don't need to pay back and I'm like feeling so bad like okay you took care of me all this time let me pay for my own thing and so that's kind of a challenging thing for me so I'm trying to learn how to break out of that myself as well it can be really challenging though because I don't know maybe it is a pride thing or maybe it's just like a it's a weird thing for me. I I do feel prideful, I guess. Um, but I think it's more so out of a place of I don't want to feel as though I'm burdening them, and I know it's not like that cuz they birthed me, but at the same time, it's just like, "Oh man, I'm really trying to uh make sure that you guys know that you don't have to pay for me." You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's definitely something that I'm practicing. Um, trying to accept help more, even from like friends. I'm always I feel like the friend who is a strong friend or like the inspirational friend and so i'm still trying to learn how to be the vulnerable friend like the friend who lets their friend give them advice and like hear your heart you know it's just this whole thing i'm trying to make sure that i can do that more so that's definitely a good tip for even me okay i agree okay um so just to close out I wanted to just ask you if you had one last thing to impart them, like the most important thing about living in regards to their own standards rather than standards of others, what would you say and what would you give?
2: Demand and command your time. What I mean by that is um, if you truly do not have time for something, you don't have time for it. It's okay. Like, it's fine. (laughs) Um, If someone is demanding time from you that you simply do not have, it's okay. You don't have it. Um, If you know you need to be on your own ass, (laughs) because you are not, you know, given what you need or what you desire enough time, and I'm guilty of that, you need to be on your own ass. You need to be like, get up do what you need to do, get this stuff done, get it done by this time at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, tomorrow, next week, next year, whatever, do it. Do it. If you do not do it, <laughs> like, you're just going to be in the same place that you were last year, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and even speaking to what I just said, if you are in a place where you are the same, you in the same place you are last year, it's okay. Figure out how to move on from it. Don't dwell in it. The longer you dwell in it, the longer you won't be in a position that's undesirable. Don't dwell in it. Just, just like figure out what's next. That's all. Yeah. Better like get. Yeah, I think that that advice got me out of a lot of like, um, it, like second guessing myself when I was working for a startup company as like right out of college that I thought was going to be great and it wasn't as great as I thought it would be I, I, and I felt like I wasn't doing what I was purposed for my life. Um, I was dwelling in that for a long time. Like, oh, what am I doing? Like, why do I even go to school? I'm not making the money I want to make. Blah, 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 blah. All of this stuff. Um, and I was mopey for like months and then it clicked. Um, I had great people in my corner to like help me to Get that like, like smack me in the back of my neck, basically. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, pick yourself up, like, keep moving. Um, and that's what I, that's what I say. That's what I say. And take care of yourself, please. Yes. As much as you can, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all that. Take care of yourself.
0: Yes, that was definitely a great closeout. For me, I would say do what feels right for you. And at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself, so if you want to be able to say that you're living your best life, you're the only person who is literally responsible for that. You're the only person who, you know, after you write down what your best year looks like, what your best day looks like, you can even do it in increments, I didn't even mention that. You can do what your best day looks like, what your best week looks like, your month, year, you can do it like that so it doesn't seem as large and as daunting. Once you actually are able to say that you're doing the things that you've written down, like you have written down, because you have, like, brought it upon yourself to do that, I think that is what is the best feeling, rather than how on social media we always say, like, I'm living my best life, I'm living my best life, but what does your day look like, you know, what does your week look like, so definitely do what brings you true joy and focus on the things that you love like joan was saying basically the whole time like when you focus and put your energy into things that exude joy and happiness and passion and love you're able to see a slight change even if it's like a daily thing if you just implement one thing in your day that brings you joy and add that into your routine then maybe add two things the smallest thing can change your life like you never know what can change your life like reading more books for me has like opened my mind up more listening to more different like to podcasts of different categories has made my awareness of life much different so just try out little things you know if you like reading maybe try reading books more like i said or maybe try making a book club or you know Maybe, like, meet up with a girlfriend or maybe a stranger and go out to lunch or go out to coffee and just talk about your favorite book and what it meant to you. Maybe do a book exchange. Like, you'll be surprised how focusing on little things that you truly care about can change your emotions in your day and can have such a long-term effect on your life, honestly. So, just really do the work to figure out what's fun for you. Like, what brings you actual joy when you do it and that does not seem like work because look we're gonna have to work for the rest of our lives we might as well have some enjoyability within that and I don't even know if that's a word but whatever you we, we might as well enjoy what we're doing on a day-to-day basis so again yep. it doesn't have to be conventional it can be unconventional but what does that look like though like how are you yep. going to bring passion into your earning <laughs> because it's vital to know what you like so that you don't feel in this stuck place and you don't feel just stagnant all the time. Because again, you're the only one who can get you out of that spot. It's no one else's job to get you out of that spot. And I've been in that spot and it's not a fun place to be. So, you know, sack up, (laughs) get yourself together and dust yourself off if you're in a down place. But again, you're the only one who can really tell yourself to focus and to be accountable every single day but it's a daily walk so um i just encourage you guys to just start getting right like get to writing pretty much (laughs) get to writing down some stuff that you like or start paying more attention and be more aware of your even like your body language when you do something like how does your body feel does it feel down or does it feel perky that'll give you some more insight on what you truly care about you know what i mean just pay be more aware Um, just try to think about different things in a different light as you go through your day so yeah that's what I would impart I know that was super long for a close out but did you want to shout out any of your social media or you know anything else that you're doing and working on yeah um, as far as social media goes um, on Twitter
2: and on um, Instagram uh, just J M-A-R-K-E-L-L S-O-U-L, J Markelso, J-M-A-R-K-E-L-L, S-O-U-L, that's on social, Um, I'll have some stuff in the pipeline for 2019, Um, I don't want to talk about just yet, but um, I guess be on the lookout (laughs) for something cool, Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty much it.
0: Good, definitely Uh, follow his Instagram because it's very aesthetically pleasing. (laughs) And the cooking, it makes me so hungry whenever I see your Instagram stories, like if I I just (laughs) happen to come across it, because I don't always see them, but oh my gosh, I really want to eat some of your food, it looks really good, so um, yeah, definitely be on the lookout for things that he's doing in 2019, some big things hopefully, and I'm excited to hear about them. Thank
2: you. I appreciate it. Um, One thing, though, I probably can start talking about. um, Actually, no, I can't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh, um, Well, yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's all right. We'll definitely that gives people a reason to just go stalk you basically so definitely <laughs> go on his page we already know you're going to be lurking anyhow so just lurk for longer periods of time so you can see what he's up to so thank you again for joining thank and you. sorry that the the audio was a little bit breaking up here and there but you know we got through and <laughs> yeah that's what matters so thank you again Yep. And we will see Thank you guys. Thank you. I really appreciate week. that. I love this platform. This is cool. It's awesome. a really, really cool concept. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, listeners though, really quickly, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. I forgot to say that. Um, definitely do that if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever. Definitely rate and review and subscribe. Please review. Yeah, just do all of them. <laughs> just do all of them so I can, you know, be more visible to everyone else because Again, this is really a platform for us, for our age range. It can be for beyond, but navigating life can be challenging, and we need to start speaking about it more, um, more widely spread amongst ourselves instead of just staying so to ourselves about this. So it's really important to be more vocal, and that's what this is for. So definitely share with people. Share, 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 and just rate, please. It will be really appreciated. So, yes, see you guys next week. Bye.